We're alive. Hey. hey. We are live. We're alive. On a Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. You guys know what it is. I'm G. Guys, and I'm Dom. And this is the, the Cash, Cash Geeks, Geeks Network. Network. Tonight, we have a, a friend on the show who happens to be a broker, a real estate flipper, and just an all-around great dude. And so, Gary Booth, thank you for being on, man. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been a while since I've been on, but I appreciate you having me back. And, you know, we've we've all done a lot of things since probably the last time I've been on, so lots to talk about. Mm. I appreciate it as always, guys. Yeah, always, always uh, happy to have you, brother. Uh, it's good to see the, the progression that everyone's making, right? Everyone's moving, shaking, doing different things, testing things, trying new stuff out. And uh, think, it looks like things are going really well for a lot of people. It's always good to see that stuff. Absolutely. And and um, I know you guys have, have made a lot of strides and, you know, I'm really um, in admiration of kind of you, you building out um, as a, in a professional way uh, what you guys are doing. And I know it's an industry that it doesn't always get that kind of connotation as being professional. So you guys are kind of the gold standard in the industry, which is cool to see. And uh, but you guys are also really good guys. And uh run a good company with integrity. So that's, that's really cool to see too. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Well, as a gold standard, we, we take after you brother. We've it's learned everything that we do based okay. on uh, what you do every day. Yeah. Hi. Cool, man. So really quick, before we get into it for people who don't know who Gary Booth is or one realty, right? Can you explain really quickly what you're all about? Yeah, so I've, I've been a um, real, in real estate investor here in town for in Jacksonville for probably six years or so, um, full time, about three or four. Uh, been flipping, been doing some uh, some deals in that regard. And I got my license, my real estate license in um, 20, uh, 2019. So um, my perspective as a real estate investor was, you know, I'm paying somebody to sell my houses after I flip them and so forth. I put all this effort and energy and I wasn't getting the result of like people really caring about my uh, ideal, my house. And it just kind of lacks the physical. Right. Mm. Plus, you're giving up. I mean, at the, in the best case, probably two percent for them to list it. Right. So I just said, you know what? Uh, the barrier to entry is really low. Um, it's only, you know, 40 something hours to get your uh, real estate license. So. Um, and it's for better, for worse. Right. You know, so, um, wait till you hear the barrier to entry into <laughs> wholesaling, bro. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I went ahead and got my license, um, to sell my own flips, to sell my own projects and, uh, just kind of take control of that process and save money. So, um, I did that. And, um, I joined, uh, one realty corp at the time, um, which was, uh, led by Greg Brady, who has since retired, rest in peace, um, Greg Brady. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's in Thailand because he's just himself. resting. He's definitely resting, he's resting in Thailand. And we want him to rest chilling. peacefully. So he's um, not, he hasn't passed away. Everyone calm yeah. down. He's, he's still around. <laughs> well, you know, he's not, he's with us in spirit, so to say. Mm. Um, no, no, he's great. <laughs> we, uh, no, because we get to talk in on the line app and stuff and watch his YouTube channel. And he's definitely a great character. So, it, you know, uh, subscribe to Greg Brady does Thailand. Uh, on Dude, YouTube. I bought my first. It, is that his channel's name off of Greg Brady? Did you? Yes. No, it should be, though. So anyway, Greg Brady is a, <clears throat> was an old school investor here in town. Um, really, really cool guy. Really, um, you know, one thing about Greg is he wanted people to be successful um around him and so he was just willing to give back he did a lot of stuff with jack's ria yep and so forth and so he was um you know he was a really good guy as well as a a good investor so um but he retired and it was his dream to live in thailand and um sit sit by the the pool or the river or whatever he does all day um kind of funny story he had a anaconda come in in one of those oh, shit. Yeah, big big snake is this recently so, oh it was just like a couple months ago yeah. an anaconda it was like it's like this big jeez uh, wide yeah <clears throat> <a> wide around <laughs> around right so uh um, so you join one realty under greg brady on greg brady uh, this and, almost um, turned into the greg brady show but should be actually actually um that is the thing isn't it greg brady show maybe no no what's his name um uh Wayne Brady Wayne Brady is mm. 
you guys ever seen that uh, Chappelle show skit with uh, uh, the Wayne evil, Brady? the evil yeah. Wayne Brady? No. That was awesome. Check because it out. He's such a good, nice guy. Oh, I love it. He had an evil version on the Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, Chappelle and Wayne Brady. Anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah, so Greg retired and uh, you know just asked me to take over and. Um, I, you know, I really love the culture and the people that are there and we have a great opportunity to um, work with investors and have investors join us and, you know, really help each other out. So got my broker's license and took it over. So that was earlier this year. So that's that's been kind of on my plate in the short run. So um, but we're great because we're 100 percent commission. So basically you keep all your money that you make and just pay a flat fee to the brokerage. So, uh, but we're also investor friendly. So uh, wholesalers, um, uh, other flippers, uh, other may buy and hold that, you know, there's a good like base, good core of people that have a lot of knowledge and, you know, we want to basically help each other out as much yeah. as we can. Dude, that's awesome, man. So how was that journey of, Taking over a brokerage, how many agents, you know, are you on? Are you uh, managing now? How many were there when you took over? How many are there now? And then what? What? What does that look like for someone to become a realtor under one realty? Yeah, so uh, we have about thirty-five right now. Okay. Um, you know, and and people do varying degrees of deals, and you know, are active in in different different regard. But uh, I think for me when I got my license and I looked at options for a hundred percent commission, um, because I didn't need my handheld. I didn't need, uh, an, a huge office. I didn't need things that are really unnecessary for business, but people <clears throat> like that comfort level. Right. So you're going to have agents that always go to a Keller Williams, um, you know, Codwell banker that, that they want resources, um, that want kind of direction and so forth. Um, but being as an investor, I were just kind of inherently, independent we just you know we just get it done right we could do deals we don't care if i have an office or not um so for me that was attractive because a it was 100 percent commission and and b it was uh, investor friendly so uh you know greg uh i joined another brokerage 100 percent commission but some of the ones and i would say if you're a new agent just make sure if they say 100 percent that there's going to be some kind of transaction fee but if there's any other fees on top of that just, just be aware because it, it could end up being more money. Um, mm. So it was straight flat fee, you know, flat transaction fee, hundred percent commission. So for me, it was like, I'm, I'm saving all this money on, you know, what I would be paying somebody else. So most brokerages start you at as some kind of split with yep. commission. And then, so you're paying uh, percentage of your commission towards that broker mm -hmm. with a hundred percent commission. It's all, all to you. Like you're going to, keep a hundred a hundred percent of that and then you're gonna have um you know some kind of transaction fee you pay for your brokerage so i mean i would just say look you know find out exactly what you're paying your bottom line and mm. some people are okay um <clears throat> paying more money and having more training and stuff like that and and that's you know gonna be something that um that we don't you know it, it, that's not gonna be our niche but we're gonna have uh you know be investor friendly and also have um, the ability to just share and and you know have different success or success stories with e with each other. So right, yep, right. yep. Now, one thing that stands out to me, and I, I want to elaborate on this because it can be really eye opening to some of the people that are watching. Is um, I want you to explain to the audience what it means to be investor friendly because. Mm -hmm. I remember when I got into real estate and I first got my real estate license, I had already had a bunch of rental properties and I was really more so way more so interested into the investment aspect of real estate. And I knew the advantages of having a license. You know, you buy a deal, you get paid when you buy a deal because you right. can um, participate in the commission aspect <clears throat> of things. Right. Um, and there's so many different directions that you can go. So I initially I had a good experience with all the brokerages that I've been a part of, but I initially was a part of a brokerage that wasn't quite too investor friendly. So the way that I wanted to navigate through real estate, it wasn't the best fit for me. So, you know, within a few months, I figured out I had to 
to yeah. change into it. And I, and, and I'm, and, I also and, change over to one realty and you're with one. Realty and it was a way different experience and yeah. it was a really great experience. Yeah. And I'm still with you guys now. Yeah. So guys, if you guys want to be with an investor friendly brokerage, go to one realty. But I think that if someone is truly an investor at heart and they want to flip and they want to hold real estate, it's naturally, it's natural. Just like, especially if you're in Florida or in North Florida, you know, Watson is a really big and loud brokerage. Keller Williams throughout the nation, people know them. So a lot of people are going to gravitate toward what's Correct. kind of in front of their face and not right. toward maybe what might be more right for them. So what, do you, what would you say um, it means to be investor friendly? So what I, I really think that uh, the people that we want within one realty are, are really, we want the people that are entrepreneurs at heart. Um, okay. Again, you know, it's kind of the employee versus entrepreneur. Um, people gravitate towards the Watsons of the world because they like structure, they like direction, and, and they almost have that employee mindset. Um, it, it's kind of funny that after that first year or so, a lot of them fall out. And that's right. when you pick them up after they said, well, I like the training and all this, but I'm not making any money. Right. Mm. Like I, I know a lot, but I'm not, they didn't help me make any money. And so, uh, investors like money. Well, that's what I'm saying is we're kind of driven. Well, you're driven by, um, actual progress. So there's a lot to be said about somebody make doing a lot of work and, and not having a lot of action. So, um, we're focused on investors is, is, is day-to-day -day progress and, and, you know, actually making something happen. So what I would say is that, yes, even if you have like, he want to be an investor someday down the road, like, you know, if you join one realty corp, I, we can, um, partner you with somebody who's been doing it a long time. We have a mentorship program within one realty corp Very to cool. where we're, yeah. And since we're a hundred percent commission, if, if, if you're partnered with a mentor, um, they're going to help you do deals. You're going to make money. They're going to take, um, a split of your commission, not the brokerage, right? Not the brokerage. Cause I, it's not, it's actually going to go to the person that's directly helping you. Right. 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 And, and you're going to go, you're going to learn and do more deals faster yep. than you would if you were just in a generic brokerage you know, paying a split and not having anybody in your corner all the time. Cause that broker, I can guarantee you isn't, you know, they're available, but they're not helping you do deals. Right. And if right. they give you a lead, there's going to be a, there's going to be a, um, a referral uh, percentage on there and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I, we want to encourage entrepreneurship and hustle and all that. And so I think by helping each other out, not necessarily the brokerage, but helping each other out, um, we can grow and all do more deals together and everybody be successful together. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I think we should, um, talk to some of the people. We oh, have a boy. pretty, a pretty active, uh, chat room here. So I just want to recognize everyone that's wants to say what's up to Gary. Gary, you got a huge fan club, brother. I, I think it's more has to do with you guys, but I appreciate me, you giving me a platform. What is, cool. so D Dockery, what's up D? She's saying 70 K Gary. What is 70K Gary? That's my nickname back well, in the RLA days, right? I, I kind of want to answer this because I don't want Gary to lie. I don't want no, Gary, Gary to lie. Gary can lie. All right, let's uh, lie. Let me hear your lie, then I'll clear up the truth. Uh, well, the, my lie or my truth is that um, they sold me deals so low, so low, so great that I made 70K profit. So, yes. Um, I have made 70K in a flip, uh, but it wasn't from Cash Geeks. So, you so a lie. I, I say that. No, they, they, so over the years i probably bought 40 properties from you guys um so you know we've had a good relationship all of them but, were 70k but, profits um, for gary but you know i mean i think my average assignment fee was pretty pretty good at if you take okay. correlate all that so okay. not the highest no of course mm. not i'm not this i'm not the hedge funds paying crazy money but i pay fair money so. mm. oh he called it fair you know everyone knows what fair means <laughs> it means fair for everybody Fair for everyone. everybody's making money. Fair for everybody so that you, lives in my house, which is only me. As long as I make, as long as I, as long as I make seventy k, it's fair. Yeah. So one of the first deals we sold to Gary, uh, it appeared, it appeared that there was a seventy k profit, and then every other deal we did with Gary was negotiated from Gary to us mm. so low 
that it felt like he must make at least 70 or more was that Her deal um, was that aaron road so he got the nickname 70k gary he's was had it aaron, for years no aaron road what was aaron what what was the 70 was that peretti peretti all oh, the mobile home oh my god yes. that's such a crap old man hey, but how man. much did you make uh well i had a partner on it we how much did you make 35k i think it's each 35k no yeah that's 70k no what 60 something k into it bro sold it for 160. After, yeah that's, that's a good deal 30. they oh, bought it for I'm, 40. yeah you bought it for 40. No, there's 100k gary 50 40 50 same thing okay so we made 35 it wasn't a bad deal no we made i think i made 17k was my split so 70k not 17 17k, 17K. No, don't, don't don't let him tell look, you look look okay you got to count your blessings because you can lose money flipping so mm. if, as long as you're making money and and learning something along the way then then it's good but i mean it's it's there's a lot of things that can, that can catch you up. So I'm, I'm blessed and lucky to be um, have done some good stuff, profitable stuff, at least in the, in the last couple of years. So, yeah, I also want to give a shout out to Justin Bullock, uh, my wife, Marisol, our good friend, Frank Spaulding, watching uh, the lackeys, Demian and Kerry. Uh, they're shouting out, Gary. Uh, our dispo sales manager, Will Whitley, is in the building less our really good friend les bats uh seen him recently so happy to know him and uh, excited to have everyone on if anyone has any questions for gary about his brokerage and flipping and wholesaling we're, we're here for you guys um Ooh, so did, doug did, doug has a question what did doug say are you still buying in the current market mm. of course Ooh. at the right price oh so it's always it's always at the right price for gary you, you just got to understand that people need somewhere to live right um now when a buyer has more choices and a buyer obviously their their costs have gone up so they maybe they their their buyer pool is shrink their purchasing power is shrunk the buyer still needs to find it's fine he still needs to find somewhere to live so how do you stand out in a crowded market mm. And again, you just gotta try to buy the right flip and and do the right things to it to stand out. You can always sell. Like I said, there's demand hadn't fallen off a cliff. It's just lower than it has been. And right, right. So there's still people are still doing deals every day. So so how are you analyzing deals when you're running comps, let's say, right? Yeah. And you're looking at houses that sold two months ago, three months ago, a month ago. Yeah and you're about to buy a house now using the comps that sold this month or last month or two months ago right <clears throat> what are you doing are you factoring anything different on your purchases yeah i would say that first of all like uh 30 days like you got to factor in 30 days to sell mm. so initial 30 days to get a contract okay mm. so your holding costs are going to be be more right yeah. And then, yeah, you you see uh, something's gone. You look at your comps and see if something's gone multiple offers. Did it go over ask? You know, you're just looking. Hey, they listed it for two fifty. Told it for two seventy. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna list it at two forty. Right. Gotcha. Mm. So that's kind of how you want to do it, because you don't want to be the most expensive house on the block. Mm. Right. You want to be a aggressively priced. Unless it sells. Right. What's that? Unless it sells. <laughs> well, a good friend of mine. Not saying who. Mm. But he says, hey, you know, always, always list above what you think. But I mean, I'm I'm I I I'm not opposed to that. But then again, your listing might sit. So I here's a real world example. I listed something full fixed up flip right before um, buyers started dropping off in June and listed a way higher and probably 15K more than than I thought. Mm -hmm. Well, it sat and sat and sat so i started dropping the price right guess where i ended up 15k lower 15k lower hey but where i thought it yes Ooh, it so buyers will see the same thing right and unless they're like okay whatever i don't care unless you're in that kind of market they're gonna i mean they're gonna say yeah, it's not worth it's, right a right. house is worth what a buyer's willing to pay for it right do you, so, do you I feel think, like a lot of people are going through that right yeah. now yeah. they're just dropping Everybody's because everybody's listening. oh cool i'd put on the mls and get whatever the heck i want right. for it but and then they're like, oh, okay, what's going on? Huh? Huh? Right, right. So do you think there's a chance that if you didn't list it at 15K and drop it to where you wanted to or where you thought you should be, 
if you listed it where you thought you should be, is there a chance that it could have gone lower? It, that's psychology. I, I it, it's tough to say because people want to feel like they're getting it's, a deal. It's the uh, what's the merchandiser that? Okay, JC. It's a JC Penny theory. So I don't know if you guys remember JC Penny. What's what's JC Penny? I'm kidding. Well, no, that's a I'm fair kidding. question, right? I'm so kidding. for everybody days, yeah. to know what JC Penny is, it's, uh, it's a it's, it's a department a, store. Yeah, it's kind of a discount, right? Like it's kind of mid grade. Um, Dude, I shop at JC Penny. So, well, I mean, I mean, you obviously shop at like Men's Warehouse or something, but that's fine. Um, you know, uh, always wearing the jacket, dude. I love it. Um, so JC Penny historically, they said, okay, here's here's our retail price of 100 bucks. We're gonna mark it on sale for 30, percent and now it's you know, and so people when they did that, even if 100 bucks was crazy, not realistic, they saw that 30 percent off or it's a deal. It's a deal. They went and bought. So they went, the new CEO took them to a just one price model and their mm. sales fell <clears> off a cliff. <throat> wow. Fell off a cliff. So that guy was fired. Like they that guy they got rid of them and they went back to the model they had before. Mm. So I don't know. I don't, you know, I I think you want to leave yourself a little bit of margin, maybe like five or ten K, you know, but to to drop. But again, there's also in real estate, you know, if it's kind of like dating, right? If you're on the market for too long, people wonder what's wrong with you. Mm. So you want to be careful that you don't get your days on market count higher. Just take it off and relist it. So, well, you have to wait more than you have to wait a while for it to go completely <clears throat> zero. But yeah. how long is too long or how long is a hurtful days on market? I would say anything is 60, 60 or more. 60 probably. days on the market. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. After that, people 60, are like, right. kind of in that range. Yeah. Okay. People are starting to like, well, what's wrong with it? <clears throat> and you'll get listing agents or buyers agents that call you up and say, well, what's going on? Why is it, you know, what's, what's, you know, or why did it fall out of contract before or what, you know, why, why don't you have a contract? What's wrong with it? Right. So they'll is, automatically question what's wrong yeah. the property. Is so, it, is it okay? If the uh, if the property is in true ARV condition, um, to list at an ARV price, or do, I would say do, the do, last two years, go for it, and you probably get it. For okay, sure. okay, it's just going to be tougher to sell it higher than Again, value. How do you stand out from the market? You got to be aggressively priced, and you got to be better, and you're going to sell faster. Right. Okay, when okay. you're paying hard you know, money at twelve percent, you know, <clears throat> and you got your lender saying, you know, what, what's going on with this? You want to say, I'm pricing it to sell. So th then guess what? Then you get those funds back and you do another deal. Right. So, right. yeah, you want to get as much as you can from a deal. But, you know, if it sits, you're not making any money. Right. right. You don't make your money until you, until you sell the house. So, you know, I get it. Like, be greedy as much as is reasonable. But. Yeah, again. Reasonably greedy. Reasonably greedy. That's, well, that's, <laughs> so that's a good term. I'm going to post that on social media. Be so, reasonably greedy. Well, another thing that you guys are really good at, this is this is fun. I learned from my sales days was be um, on follow-up. Be professionally persistent. Yeah. Persist, right? but, but with, with skill. skill. <laughs> that's what you guys say, right? Yeah. It's yeah, one of so, our core values, right? <clears throat> yep. Consistency. Right. And, equals and persist but i'm gonna bother skill. the heck out of you but i'm gonna do it nicely and i'm gonna i'm not gonna call you every day i might call you every four days but you know i'm gonna do it professionally mm -hmm. but, you, but you're like the hot chick in high school when we try to sell something to you like you, you don't pick up oh that's yes you don't agree Whatever. to the number i might be able to do it let me check my numbers again we follow up a day later, two days later. I feel like, uh, dude, oh, Gary, I forgot I've had, oh, let me, I'll get Gary back with you even before run six. Numbers. Gary doesn't even run numbers. You call him Gary. I got a deal. I'm looking to get 130 for it. Here's the ARV. He's like, he oh, doesn't even run I numbers. Need to be He's at like, I need to be at around 100 for I'm that like, one. Gary, I didn't but even dude. tell you the address. <laughs> I wish you guys picked up the phone and called me directly. I'd love to hear you on the phone, but those days are wild. I'll do it tomorrow, but you have to buy a deal. Uh, no, I'll call um, you directly every day. I'm, I'm just I, no, I I'm, I just I love the attention. You know, I love those calls. I want them to keep coming. I may not buy every deal, but I still love hearing about it. Mm. Ah, so we can call you on hedge fund deals. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Gary, this house is worth three hundred. I'm looking at three twenty. 
they um no you did send me a hedge fund deal but it was just like oh, with anyway <laughs> no no because it was 3900 square feet but I'm you like, said you're starting a hedge fund well we're getting we'll get to that and that's not about buying though it's about funding so mm, yes okay um, maybe we're confused then so um i love that segue a funding fund a funding fund a fun box mm. <laughs> no it's a fund that funds got it come so, on come on get Tyler, get Tyler. let's go let's go haven't done 50 let's stop the presses deals i've had to use private and hard money lending and it's just it, it for lack of better words pain in the ass so hey, um, it's the game baby right and that's great uh but they hold all the rules you're doing all this freaking hard work and they are and so for example i had to meet uh one of my inspectors today at uh for my lender um at a house and i've already paid out probably 20 grand of work including a roof and of course i can't get any of that money back until i show you this and they have to come and, they say, and then i'm like begging you for my money that i have in escrow while i've already put down a down payment and then i'm fronting the labor so it's just again there's a saying he who has the gold makes the rules mm. and you know they they do they have the rules and then if you're an investor you gotta you know you if you're trying to use other people's money you, you gotta you gotta play by the rules so um uh my partner in this in this fund justin bullock and i are um working on is is basically going to be um a fund that takes money from accredited investors mm -hmm. and um basically will partner with uh operators if dom or g brought me a deal and um said hey check out this deal it's a great spread we'd underwrite the deal we'd underwrite you guys and by and dom or g you mean dean or will aj <laughs> well listen no, no, no. he's I've, talking I've, about partnering up yeah we're right, partnering right. up right. Right, right right you would you would bring me the deal at your cost but i would give you 100 i would give you up to 100 percent of financing so we would, we would take project we bring your deal at wait, cost? wait 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 yeah at cost zero out of your pocket how about that but you pay your own self upfront assignment fees. So you won't pay us an upfront assignment? Fee? I don't pay myself an assignment fee. You've <laughs> never paid yourself an assignment I, okay, fee. Okay. <laughs> but but, but, uh, but, got, but got, I'm not flipping. Well, okay. But I'm not. But we're partnering on the flip together. Right. And so, okay. Now you guys <clears throat> have a lot more infrastructure than a lot of other wholesalers do. But what about a wholesaler with no money? Right. And he's got, well, even us, he's got dude, a great if, deal. If we were going to flip a deal, we'd rather partner with somebody. Yeah, but you'd probably want them to pay for it, right? Correct. So Correct. there you go. But you would you would defer that equity. But do we have to make seventy k on every deal if we're? Well, I hope up if with you bring if you bring me a deal, I hope there's seventy k of equity in there. What if there's fifty k? Fifty k? No, that's fine. Well, yeah. you seventy k, Gary we, we, will still do a fifty k deal. No, he won't. <laughs> He'd no walk away. Way. He'd there's walk away. There's no way. So we we would we would like to, um, you know, probably make. And which is what we're telling our investors 10 to 15k of net profit per deal mm. of our share of equity uh because they they're getting paid on 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 projects that's a good realistic number sure well so you, you figure that they're they are getting paid not on a percentage of of interest or anything like that they're getting paid on the proceeds from <clears throat> all all of the the joint ventures mm. so they put in a million bucks and they're getting they're getting um, a cut of how many shares they have back from whatever the fund makes. Got it. So we're able to now we're able to partner with you um, and we're able to fund 100 percent of the deal. Now, listen, when you fund 100 percent of the deal, there's no lending costs. Right. Because we're not a lender. We're a joint venture partner. Yeah. So there's no acquisitions costs. There's no monthly interest. It's just as a true, like, hey, I'm a doctor and I have million in the bank. Here's, mm. you know, so <clears throat> do I have to beg you for money? As my uh, why does that have to be a doctor? Why can't I, be a, a dishwasher who has a million in the bank? A wholesaler, mm, Doctor Dom. <laughs> so now Dumb. you want us to? So you want us to fund our projects through your fund? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> you can bring the deal, bring the money. Fund. Bring the construction workers too, Gary. And we'll partner with you. And then and then we'll partner. Okay, so, got you it. know, capital is always the thing that holds up some stuff. And there's a That's lot true. of projects that don't get done because of lack of capital. So a hard money lender that's, 
in in California or something. Right. How how are they underwriting the deal? They're very loose criteria. They're just like they don't really dig into that person or that deal. <clears throat> they don't have the local knowledge to dig into that deal. Real estate's so hyper local. We're gonna we're gonna say yes to a lot of deals that that some almost say no, but we'll say yes to a lot of deals that other people won't say we'll say no to. So right, and then right. again, we have the resources for with uh, the brokerage with uh, pro, uh, construction management services to actually aid that person in in turning <clears throat> that deal right now since we're a joint venture partner and not a lender we own that deal we own the deed so for our uh credit investors if that person flakes out we own the deal we own yeah. the house and we just take it over and finish it yeah and we'll take 100 percent of the profits right so that's how we hedge our risk yeah so i just think that there's there's just needs to be a better way and um a lot of institutional capital is out of out of the reach of your average investor right right they're they're buying for their own selves <clears throat> and their own funds so you know why not have uh, a backing of actually like you know a big fund and ours is going to be 10 million dollars so we're going to have a good amount of buying power um but why not combine that to help to help out the community to help out other investors to provide easier access to capital we've all been through it i know a lot of investors been through it so um yeah i mean i think that that's going to be um something that we continue to develop in the future or hoping in the next and by the end of the year to have something going um you could check out rivercityfund.com if you want some more information mm. um, it's called river city development fund so uh, we've been working on it for about six or seven months. So now we're actively fundraising for uh, the uh, the credit investors and and so forth to actually fund the fund. So nice, very cool, very cool. If if you guys are cool with it, what I'd like to do um, because it's uh, I think it's very unique to have a flipper broker now fundraiser on the show, and there's a good amount of people on right now. So I want to see what we can do to help them and to give back. Yeah. So a lot of people that are on here might be actively looking for deals or maybe just starting out. Can you let them know what are you doing to keep your eye out for hot deals right now? So I think um, obviously you, you got to build their relationships with your wholesalers. They're going to be the full-time people that are, are out there hitting the streets every day. Um, how do they do that? How do you guys do that? How, how do they find wholesalers? Well, I would say, first of all, what I did is just go to the, all the networking events. So if you're here in Jacksonville locally, go to, um, there's Jack's Rhea. There's, um, you guys don't do Rhea anymore, do you? Uh, no, the show. No. Every okay. Tuesday. These guys are on virtual. every Tuesday. They, I mean, they've, <clears throat> and these guys started doing this um, years ago, right? Was it three or four years ago? It's over two. Yeah, that's I mean, for sure. And they really gave it they're really focused on giving back and it's really there's a ton of information on here and i've been on a bunch of times and it's just like really um you've done deals with people we've had on the show yeah i mean again yeah. it's all about you know connecting people and and you know helping each other grow and i think you know for you guys you've always been open to helping other people grow and you guys do a lot with other wholesalers um through your uh, groups and stuff that, we sold a deal together recently we did. And yes. we did. And we, did no, we well. always do deals together. Yeah. yeah there's always yeah. opportunity there. Again, at the end of the day, you know, you got to make sure that you're helping each other out. Um, and your, your businesses are like, that's first, but if you can help somebody else come up as well, like do it. So anyway, so shows like this, um, local, local, local networking events are great. Um, and just, you know, I think that for, from a wholesaler's perspective, you're looking for a deal. They want to know the person a little bit to where, hey, this guy is genuine. He's a man of his word and woman of his or her word. They're going to follow through. They're going to be a, a, a person of integrity that will come through because you're on the line, too. I mean, you're 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 have a contract with that seller. You need to perform and they need to perform. So um, I won't I don't. So I know a deal that you guys had lately. You signed up somebody and they ghosted you. Right. And, you know, obviously it was a pretty good deal for you guys. And so you took it, but that person ghosted you guys flaked out to where you had somebody knocking on their door to see what the heck was going on. So, you know, price is important, but also that relationship is, is really important too. And so I would say just 
I mean, show, show them who you are, show them what you're about and try to develop a relationship because at the end of the day, it's about business and people like to feel good doing business relationship, doing business deals. And so they like, they like to, they're going to, if the numbers make sense, they're going to sell to somebody that they know and that, that, you know, market is going to come through and, and be, be around. So that's one-on-one is relationships and, and real estate is all about relationships as well. So, yeah, uh, it's just hit, hit, hit those networking events hard. That's what I would say. No, that's huge. Yeah. And I, and I think that that's how I you mean, started you, too, right? 100%. Yeah. 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 And I mean, we've known each other for fucking five years, so five yeah. plus years because of that. Yeah. Just networking. I met um, you at Jack's Rio like, yeah. like back in the day, <clears throat> but you were hustling, man. You, and you made it a point to stand there before every Jack's Rio meeting yep. and just like be available 100%. and be open. Right. And, yep. you know, people maybe thought you were young and disregarded you at the time, but you just, what'd you do? You kept showing up, kept hustling and stay consistent. Right. And now people say, well, they're doing, you know, they're so big and they're doing so well. It's like, well, man, you didn't see all the hard work. You didn't see the 6 a.m. Saturdays for three years straight. You didn't see all that hard work and sacrifice. You just see the the big office. You don't see you don't see that sacrifice. So right. yeah, the overnight success wasn't overnight. It, Correct. Not even close, but people want to say that it came easy or, Oh yeah, whatever. Like that, but they don't see, always see that kind of stuff. So say, stay humble and stay consistent. And, um, you know, people, people will start to recognize you. So go to the networking events, exchange information with as many people as possible, wholesalers or not, right? Network, coffee meetings, lunch meetings, whatever, just get out there. Meetup.org. Yep. Facebook groups. Yep, my, that have my to good do friend Adam. Estate. Adam has a networking event too, on Meetup.org. If you check that out, so um, yeah, he has one. You guys have one. Yellowbird is a big one in town, obviously. Yep. Um, I think Yellow, I, Yellowbirds is coming up next yep. week. That's what D said. Yellowbird is uh, next week. So, and you know, I just think that not only that, but you actually learn a lot too, right? Yeah, that's um, true. Because as much as you think you're, you know, what you're doing. <laughs> you know this this industry has a way of just kind of smacking you in the face you're like i you know well shit i need to check i need to adjust a little bit the market changes or something comes up and so right. you just you always can learn something from somebody else and so um you know that's 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 what keeps me going is it's challenging and it's you know just it's always something so yeah and um, i think uh quantity is a good way to offset trying to find good quality and taking a long time to do it. So basically get on every last wholesalers list possible. Yeah. Meet as many people as possible. Look through as many deals as humanly possible. So I would say underwrite as many deals as you can. And if you want, you can get your real estate license in like a week yep. and you get MLS access. And if you're going to hang your license and you're going to want to be an investor, you might as well hang out with one realty corp. Um, but yeah, but once you have MLS access, then just, under look at comps just just immerse yourself in the data right even if you don't think you're going to buy something underwrite it right yeah and that way you can easily get used to it yeah know your zip codes no no neighborhoods no streets like if you're going to be an investor in northeast florida like know the data um because that's how you make better decisions because you make your money when you buy a house you can't undo that. You can't, yep. you can short your renovation budget as much as you can, but it's still going to cost what's going to cost and material and labor has been a lot higher lately. So you want to leave yourself as much room as you can. Right. So that's the deal is the deal and the equity in the deal right off the bat is the most important. And do you think with everything going on, material and labor will go down? Lumber is starting to go down, I believe. Uh, yeah. So Gary doesn't yes, want to yes, say that Gary doesn't um, want to admit that. No, no. Lumber's gone down because, uh, home builders are starting to pull back. Um, so yeah, I mean, lumber's gone down. It's still higher than it was before COVID. Um, but, um, yeah, but again, there's not just that, right? So, I mean, it's kind of my soapbox, but, um, you know, you're going to expect probably a 10 to 20% increase on most, most of the stuff from, um, from your basic lumber to, um, what somebody else is charging you. There are certain industries and certain contractors, um, uh, sure. 
that uh yeah one more thank you um <clears throat> that are going above and beyond that so um i've <clears throat> had a couple sticker shock moments lately and you know i mean i get that's kind of what everybody said well gas price is higher and this this has gone up and i'm like but 40 to 50 percent more so for me that i had all my kind of like box of my list of what everything costs you know in my head um and and i'm like okay well this should cost this and they're like no well you know gas prices gas prices and i'm like yeah but i mean i expect to pay more but so you know you can get caught kind of now paying 40 right. or 50 percent more for something yeah and mm. you know i mean I, i'm taking mental <clears throat> note of a lot of vendors and stuff that are doing this right now um, because I still want all my vendors to make money as far as contractors and, and people, you know, make um, uh, other suppliers. But like, you got to watch, you still got to keep your eyes open because there are people that are charging 40% more because they can. Yep. And, yep. Okay. But the market <clears throat> will eventually correct, right? Yep. Competition will say, well, that dude's now. charging me five grand. You're charging me three. I'm going to go with three. The guy, right. you know, five grand guys can start, demand will go down anyway. But um, specifically for contractors, they just they've had their. Um, Thank you, Mr. Mike. They've, I mean, there's a labor shortage in, and and it's always been tough to find contractors up in Jacksonville, but um, but they've got so much demand that um, it's it's you know they can charge more, and and again, there's always I always see these posts of of between investors and contractors going back and forth, and oh, investors are cheap, contractors charge too much, they, you know there's a common ground there. Right. And so I think that as long as you develop a business relationship with that person, I want them to be successful and I want them to make money, but I want them to be fair as well. Yep, right. Yep, yep. As I, 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 I pay more than the cheapest. I don't pay the most money because I don't need the most money. And I know, I know construction and I, I know that it doesn't need to be that way or, you know, this is how it should be. So, you know, as long as they're fair um, and within, you know, around budget and, and good, but, um, you know, it took me a long time of being hands-on with my flips and, and learning construction. And, and, um, um, so that couple challenges in there, a lot the of years, challenges, right? man, it's okay. Um, look, I, I've, I've only lost money on a flip one time. And that was because we had an HOE <clears> lien, <throat> something we bought a partner and I bought off a foreclosure auction. <clears throat> the HOA lien said it was 10 K ended up being 30 K. Mm. there's that so everything right else was in line but well we still lost like 5k a piece okay that's the only like i've never <clears throat> lost money on a flip yeah you that's got awesome. easy man so very easy to do yep. so um so i'm blessed in that regard but you know i think the minute that you become complacent and what you're doing Ooh. you just get smacked in the face i don't mm. care who you are what you're doing you're gonna you're just you know and that's a, the biggest thing I've learned is just, you know, always <laughs> stay humble. The people that you're staying, the people that you pass on the way up, you're going to see on the way down. Mm. That's yeah. Gary Boo Sr. That's my dad. Always says that. But no, it, it's true, right? Because, it, you know, Warren Buffett says, uh, you know, receding tides show you who's swimming naked. Yeah. And so you just, you, again, you want to run things tight and you want to run a good business and you want to treat people the right way. No, you know, be reasonably greedy. Um, and so you're gonna, um, those relationships, you're, it's going to come back at you. So, so I'm saying it, you know, <clears throat> people that I want to so associate with have integrity, you know, have good business ethics and, um, you know, are, um, you know, not gonna, not gonna screw you over in some, in some way. Right. Right. So just want to do what they say. So that's really important. Um, but everybody looks good in a great market. You know, everybody's buying, mm. everybody looks good. What happens when market changes? Right. 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 You want to build a business. You have to adjust. You want to build a sustainable long-term business. And so, um, from the wise know. words of Brad Pitt in world war Z movement is life. Hmm. Very good, but you know it's very sad they didn't make a second one. You know they tried to. Well, there's nothing after Z. Like you guys are waiting for. There's no other letter. There's no letter. Just World War Z. Is, just depends on the language. Blue. No, 
Would no, it go back just to a? World War Z. Does there's there's nothing after Z. Yeah, it loops. Doesn't the alphabet loops? Does it. Does it's World, loop. War, World War A. No. <laughs> All over again. It's not as good. You know, there's not something you good. said in when you were, when you were talking. I thought it was kind of funny because um, we had a Gonzalo and I had an early morning meeting today too. We have our, six a.m. Our management meetings. Not six seven thirty Tuesdays. Ooh, right? That's Tuesday, Tuesday yeah. seven thirty. Yeah, yeah. We have our management meetings this morning, and Gonzalo's cousin uh, works with us. And she works as a TC, um, and sometimes she participates in on the meetings because yeah. she likes to be exposed to it and see what goes on to, with the business and all, which is awesome. She's a great, really smart individual. So we were all talking, and I said, stop the presses, right? I said, stop the presses, and they were like rolling. They were crying, hysterical. They had never heard that before. And you know, and they knew what it meant, right? They knew what it meant. Okay, at least they knew what it meant. They knew what it meant. <laughs> they didn't really have to explain it to them. Even though we're this close in age, they felt like it was a big gap. Yeah. They said old man yells at cloud. You know? like- <laughs> so you, when you were talking, you said, listen, this is me standing on my soapbox. Oh. And I don't know if Gonzalo knows what that means. I have no idea what that means. You I, yeah, when you said that, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Okay. So okay. this is this is two like do you want to, you sayings want to take from probably to take like it? the 20s, right? Yeah. 20s to 40s, 50s. But I feel like most people should know what that is, though. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know what that is. Yeah, the, I will, uh, genuine, this I will genuinely this? say this say, on live it, TV if on I need the to air. Add, I'll add. I will say this on the air. I have no clue what you meant when you said that. You know, they, they might have done this in uh, what's that movie with Daniel Day Lewis and Leonardo DiCaprio? Someone stands on their soapbox when right. they announce Gangs, yeah. of, Gangs, Gangs in New York. York. Great movie, by the way. So back in the day, yes. when someone was announcing things to the public in a neighborhood or in a city. The soapbox, because people got soap delivered to them in a wooden box. Mm. They would take the soapbox, turn it over, stand on it, and talk to the public. Gotcha. So Gary standing on his soapbox gives him the floor to say what he wants to say to everyone yeah. that's listening. It's kind of like my yeah, my prerogative. Like whoever's on the soapbox is who everyone's yeah. looking at. That, that's yeah, that's a topic of the day. Gotcha. So yeah. So we we say podium. Would that be it? Maybe <laughs> front is of that, the room. Is that an is that an is that an equivalent? Is that equivalent? If I said standing in my Not podium, on the would, would, at you, the podium. would you be like, okay, I know what he's talking about? Yes. If you said, but well, this, was, this okay. is my. Well, I, I think he missed the, it. Like, or at least he thinks you're fucking insane. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, what, what the fuck? What did he just say? He he's good. He'll give you a look like what. He's so, probably that. Did you hear what Gary said? What the fuck it is. <laughs> I thought he meant buy box and he said soapbox. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a broker's way oh, of look saying at Joe Roy, you young box. mother. Dude, lover. Dude, Never Joe heard Roy. standing on a soapbox. Dude, Ernest says, my mom says, stop the press all the time. I Hell might yeah. I might be wrong, though. I might be wrong. Well, you guys about... are underestimating that I, I came from a non- I think Abe Lincoln used to stand on soapboxes often. Well, it's not. It's so. To give myself some leeway, right? I did not come from parents who also knew these sayings from back in their day either. You know, they didn't have soapboxes back in their country. Maybe, but we don't say that shit. How do you say that in Spanish? I don't fucking know. Standing on a soapbox. Oh, I don't know. Well, just basically (laughs) like so for example, right? Like Ernest Jenkins, we're we're probably similar age. He says his mom says stop the press all the time. My parents would never say stop the press or anything I like mean, that. I mean, that's pretty old. Is that because there's no urgency? No, it's because we just don't <laughs> they don't they don't have fucking sayings like that. They I mean, they learned English in their 30s. What is a what I mean? uh, popular 30s. Hispanic saying? Mm. I don't know. In in that direction, I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know either. They yeah. don't say they stuff yeah. like that. No. Dame that gasolina? Yes. That's okay. what they say. <laughs> <laughs> cool man so gary so so, th- so if you have one last thing you can say yeah are we good standing up on time, no right? but just standing on your soapbox yes what else would you say if i had to stop i mean this the press, show is a soapbox if i had to stop the press okay for I, you on the I soapbox got i got it already what I would you say so i will say that if you're standing on the sideline stop Mm. don't there's no perfect time to invest become an investor do a deal there's plenty of people doing deals partner with them you know these guys do a ton of jvs for wholesale if you're a wholesaler out there they do a ton of jvs um you know if, if you want to get your license come talk to me there's a lot of 
support out there and the 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 best time to invest is now right so right. there's so much crap out there right now with headlines of you know uh, correction and all this crap we live in florida we live in a great state a lot of demand especially here in jacksonville still undervalued yeah um so don't don't get caught up and don't get uh in, in headlines and don't get uh paralysis by analysis right mm. right just i always start, knew our deals were undervalued start mm. with one i said the market not your deals um so <laughs> start with one deal but don't you know take action that's what i would say take action whether right. it's like i said whether it's partnering on a wholesale deal driving for dollars calling calling people calling fisbos whatever getting your real estate license getting into it just start somewhere what is the max maxwell saying like one just one deal away yeah from changing your life i think that's what well is. they also say how do you eat, eat an elephant <clears throat> Just one deal at a time, one bite at a time. <laughs> mm. There's some old school stuff, Brian. Tracy, I've heard that. I've heard that. Zig Ziglar. It's Don't like fuck with me. School. I've heard that. You guys are talking about. Actually, you guys are talking about shit I, from I, the I press. Be careful what I say. I say that it a lot. Be, you know, I just want to make sure that you know our audience is reached. <laughs> yeah, well, there our audience's parents say the same things that we're talking about <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. So Gary, so 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 yeah. the the brokerage is a big focus right now. I, I would like. say that there's just a lot of great um, opportunity. I know a lot of people. Okay, so I know a lot of people that are investors that are with other brokerages. I know a lot of people that are want to be investors that would like to join a brokerage and get their license. Uh, and I know that agents that are at other brokerages that are paying too much in fees that would you know like to be a part of a. Um, you know, really, it's kind of like we're a family. So I want to have the culture of, of sharing and, and family. And, um, you know, I really see a lot of opportunity to grow. So when's the next uh, one uh, realty poker night, man? Mm. So in the Cash Geeks office, we Cash might, Geeks headquarters. Yeah, Who'd we, be down to have a poker night out uh, there? Let okay, us know. So we'll, okay, so I'm going to on air. I will say, uh, where are we at? Um, was it next Friday then, huh? Um, well, I'm out of town, honestly. Again? Next week. OBX. Oh, God. you're always out of town, dude. I, he runs everything. Oh, I just like. I mean, that's why we partnered. He's got more energy than dude, I need Glenn, more breaks. Glenn Friedman said, all hail Greg Brady. Dude, where is this at? That's uh, that's oh, uh, that's on YouTube. That's YouTube, oh, hell man. Yeah. YouTube. I always keep an eye on my YouTube. Oh, dude, shout awesome. out to everyone watching on YouTube. Yeah, shout out. Thanks to for supporting everyone watching all on hell Facebook Greg Live. Brady. Hell Thank you guys yeah. for supporting. He's us. the we man. He's living. Do we got Bert? Bert's on. Bert's on. Shout What's out up, to Bert. Bergman, let's go. Uh, another shout out to um, our good friend Glenn Ooh, Friedman. Yep. Joe said he's trying to play poker and join One Realty all at the same night. Damn. Let's go. Let's go. So, <laughs> hey, if 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 you lose, Joe, you have to join One Realty. If you win, then you get to join One Realty. So, yes. Uh, here's the thing, though, is is we got to find a time that Dom's actually in town. Hmm. Well, Dom doesn't play anyway. I'll play so. poker tonight. <laughs> no, you won't. I'll play <laughs> poker tonight. Song. Kick your butt. No, her mom's in town. We're good. Oh, Noni, Noni's. I'm coming over. Uh oh. Uh, no, so maybe. <laughs> oh, your mother was in town? I'm in. It's entertainment. I love it. Um, so, yeah, sometime next month, we're going to do something. So maybe maybe first Friday of uh, September. I don't, I don't know. But. Dude, a big poker first Friday. That would be mm. awesome. So, I, um, our office is right below Cash Geek, so um, on Fridays, Cash. Geek oh, you're in the basement. No, I'm in the basement. You're above. What you yeah, talking about? Below the aquifer. Um, He's lying. He's on the second. But story. sometimes we do joint events, so it's fun. Um, they have a great, um, great staff there too. So, uh, but uh, we're all kind of, um, you know, we're we're cool with uh, one big up. family. We're all in family, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We're all one World. royalty. One world one realty corp. Yeah, so I and I didn't. It's the one it, realty corp network. There's a lot of there's a lot of great people and, and um, you know I'm 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 looking forward to uh, to getting more people in. Awesome so, man. But uh, so on that note, if people are interested in picking your brain mm -hmm. about real estate or they possibly want to join one realty, what do they do? Call me. What's your cell phone number? Uh, well, uh, yeah, just say it. 
Um, okay, 904-703-6643. There you go. But that, that's your burner number. That's your burner number. Which Actually your... not. I will. I am. Um, that's your track phone number. I don't. Uh, no, I mean, I listen. I'll answer my phone at night. Just call me. I don't. I don't care. Oh shit! Um, I, I might be a couple whiskeys deep, but I'll be. I'll. I'll answer. Mm. And I'll help. Oh, the Again, best time people, to call Gary is after a couple whiskeys. People worry about broker support, but um, you know, I, I'm here. I'm here to help. I'm here to uh, to answer questions and to you know um, do whatever it takes to to help you out. So that's awesome, um, man. So if if somebody is um, curious about the uh, 100% split, but also the mentorship opportunity. Yeah, that's Realty. pretty darn yeah. cool. How does yeah. how does that work? So um, basically, uh, we're I'm gonna, interested. Yeah, no. So um, are you gonna? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll leave <laughs> and then rejoin just to get a mentor. <laughs> no. So um, I'm. Um, so I'm going to sign mentors, uh, people to sign up to be mentors. Okay. There, there's a lot of experienced people in the brokerage. I agree. So um, they basically, instead of joining a brokerage, let's say right out of real estate school, you pass your test. And then instead of joining a big brokerage, just going to say, oh, we're going to train you and do all this. You're actually going to get real world training. And um, so instead of paying that brokerage 30% of your commission, you pre-negotiate right with the mentor, you, you know, sir, assign the mentor, the mentor gets to help you out. You pay them a split of your commission instead of a brokerage negotiate. And you're going, you're, it's actually going to the person that's helping you out. So you're going to be able to do more deals faster in that model than you would at a generic split at another brokerage. I feel like that's true. Absolutely. Real world experiences. I mean, it's about 10% um, is ac applicable for train for experience uh, for training yielding results. Like 70% right. is right. in the field doing it. And so that person's going to help you bring up to fat uh, up to speed faster than not. And they're in it. They bought in, they're getting some of your commission. They're bought in ready to go. So, um, so basically we're going to have a roster of mentors and, and you're going to sign you a mentor. You guys gonna work out the particulars and and you're and you're good to go. So there's you're gonna be able to do deals faster, way faster than anywhere that has a different model. Dude, that's awesome, man. So and like I said, we have a lot of experienced people. So um, so we're rolling that out very shortly. Cool, man. So what is what is the the bigger picture for Mr. Gary Booth? Mm. Trying to be like Ash Geeks, man. Mm. Okay. No, I um so what I would, would say is it's very, very hard to systemize flipping um, and take yourself out of it, right? Very, very hard. You just, <laughs> because your moving pieces are just can, you know, you have people not show up one day and you can have a project manager all day, but like if he doesn't have any workers, it's just, it doesn't always flow smoothly. Right. Unless you're super involved a lot. I love it. I'll still do it. I love renovating. Um, I want to get my contracting license uh, here soon. Like I just, I want to be involved in that. That just it's a passion. However, I would like to build a business as well. Mm. And I think that the brokerage could do that. And I think I'm on that's going to pour a lot of passion energy into. Oh, that's awesome. And that exactly. Um, and then, um, you know, I want to be kind of like a Marcus Lemonis. If that makes any sense. Have you ever seen the the show it The makes Profit? Complete sense, yeah. I, I want to be I want to be a serial entrepreneur. I just want to invest in businesses and people, and and cereal brands and cereal and Dominic's um, uh, Mr. Clean cereal. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so makes <laughs> makes total sense. <laughs> cool. So no, I I just I, again like it. That's a path. I want to build businesses and I want to build systems and processes <clears throat> and help people be other people be successful. Of course, you can't really do that unless you have capital. And one way to get capital is real estate and improve your life and improve other people's lives. So that's kind of where I'm going to start in real estate. And then I want to, you know, I want to build a brokerage. I want to build other things. So then um, I always do renovations and stuff because it's fun. So exciting, man. It's exciting to watch your progression, Gary, and see what you, I mean, uh, what you listen, do and the, the way you continue you guys, to grow you guys every are single year. And it's been, been fun. To come are we also taking names? 
Uh, as long as you stop the presses before you do it. <laughs> on our soapbox. On your Gotta soapbox. stop the presses. Cool. So awesome, I appreciate man. you guys having me on. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's, it's always, always fun. Yeah. Yeah, guys. So we just did another session of the Cash Geeks Network with mm. our good friend and um, fellow broker, real estate investor, um, soon to be fund manager, right? Um, Gary Booth. Gary Booth is a plethora of knowledge. So he gave everybody um, his contact info. If you guys have any questions, I mean, shit, we probably reach out to Gary at least a couple times a month. Like, yo, what do I do if this pipe is whatever? I don't know. You know what I mean? Um, did did Milton hook you up on the garage door? Did you? Ever hell yeah, him? dude. Okay, he yeah. came through next yeah. day. Yeah, I, I I sent I sent a couple people. I sent two what people was that? Your house. That was like on, replacing um, a garage door on Hennessy. Replacing it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, brother. Yeah. And what do we got you for that? Disposal messed up, and I sent a yep. guy anyway. Yep. So yeah, always here to help out. Yeah. No, Gary's a great guy. Uh, reach out if you guys have any real estate questions. Um, thanks again for doing this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you are just watching or tuned in late, make sure to re-watch this. Uh, we take all of our videos and they're in our YouTube channel, the Cash Geeks Network. With that being said, guys, I'm G. Guys, and I'm Dom. And this is the Cash Geeks Network. Peace.